Hello and welcome to Working From Wisdom. My name is Tracy Garrity and on this episode I am joined by the lovely Stephanie Benedetto Padovani who is the Awakened Business Coach and she helps other coaches and healers and change-making entrepreneurs to really unleash their message and attract clients who are their soulmates from a playful, unmarketing, no hype or hustle required platform. She's a business coach, storyteller, an unmarketer, and she uses curious questions, stories and play to inspire joyful creation in all of its forms. And I love chatting to Stephanie because she has the most amazing energy and wonderful smile, which obviously you can't see on a podcast, but I guarantee you it's there. And we just had a lovely conversation where we got curious and we were kind of playful and we just saw what came up from that space. And in looking at things from clean and fresh and new and seeing what comes up from that space. So, Stephanie, welcome to um, my little podcast, Working From Wisdom. I am delighted to have you. Mm, I am so delighted to be here, Tracy. Thank you. And for those of you who you're listening and you're not seeing this, but Stephanie has the most amazing energy and she has the most wonderful smile and the best laugh. And it's the you have you've the bold child down the back of the class kind of a laugh like you were up to mischief. But apparently you were actually not not that student at all. I was not. I, I yeah, it's funny. I have I have some of that trickster. Ooh, let's let's make things happen. Let's poke. Let's push the buttons thing going on. But I hid it for a very long time at the front of the class. Yeah. See, see, I could tell. I knew there's <laughs> there's mischief in there, just dying to get out. Well, totally takes one to know one. Dream. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, a little bit. So, to get things started and hopefully see what flows from there. I would love to know what working from wisdom means to you. Mm. Oh my goodness. I thought about that when I saw the name of your podcast because I, I wondered about it. I wondered working from wisdom. What, what is working? What is wisdom, right? Like I started pondering it. So to me, what it brings up, well, because I do so much, I, I play so much in the area of business. I actually think about it as what does it mean to let our work move from wisdom? What does it mean to be so guided in what we do that it's this effortless expression in our business in our lives and what we're creating. Um, and so this is very personal, obviously, to me, my own little interpretation in this moment of what it means to work from wisdom. Because I, I have seen for a long time, for years, I've seen business as this, I, I call it the, a sacred vehicle of creation. It's like any other 
you know, you could be talking about business, you could be talking about art, you could be talking about parenting, you could be talking about gardening. It's all a sacred vehicle of creation. Um, and I happen to really love to play inside of business that way. So that's kind of what comes up that, that there is this, this fount. I like that from wisdom, mm -hmm. like it, it flows from there's this fount of wisdom to which we are all connected at all times. It's, it's the, the ocean that we're, we're floating in and maybe we don't know it, but there it is. And what is it to work and create and live from that space? Mm. Um, I love that, you know, what, what is it to work and create from that space? And obviously we're, we're, we're referring to that kind of space of divine intelligence and, and, you know, it just kind of came to me probably over the last few days, listening to the uh, speakers at the conference in 3P UK, like there's an intelligence that has been doing its thing for billions of years. And then we come along for our little split second adventure <laughs> on earth in the scheme of things. And we think we know better. You, you know what comes to mind? It's so yesterday I, I learned or, or reheard this experience of the fig, the fig plant, the fig tree, and the fig wasp. And apparently they have this symbiotic relationship, they depend upon each other. So the fig is an inverted flower. So it doesn't blossom outward. It's like an artichoke, right? So how does it get pollinated? Hmm. Somehow it developed this relationship with the fig wasp. The fig wasp burrows into the fig to lay its eggs and it gets trapped in there. And it releases some kind of enzyme that stimulates, I, I'm gonna get the details mixed up because I didn't hear all the details, but basically that, that relationship benefits the wasp because it nurtures the eggs inside of it, benefits the fig because it pollinates the fig tree. And like, how did that happen? Yeah. Like, what? That is amazing. And here we can see things in nature and there's something that it moves in me that makes that intelligence undeniable. And the intelligence is within the thing itself and it doesn't require a brain. No. somehow right it doesn't require our mind because i think we could agree that there's some intelligence that a wasp has and and there's some intelligence that the fig tree has but it's not what we think of as normal human intelligence and i'm like why why do i make myself the exception why do we make ourselves the exception to that kind of effortless guidance that nudges us in the direction and and it's still messy like, even if we look at the process of, of nature evolving, it's kind of sloppy. I don't know how it happens, but part of it is in relation to this selection process, but it's also sort of random. It seems like just as random as when I get this idea that goes, oh, hmm, I wonder what would happen if I did that. And then I do it and something else happens, right? It's, it's the, it feels like that same messy, gorgeous process of creation that's guiding nature is guiding me is guiding you. 
that's what we're talking about working and living from, or at least that's what, what I am. Yeah, I think that's amazing. You know, the word that I thought of when you said it's sloppy <laughs> is uh, playing. Yes. It's like the universe is just playing around with stuff <laughs> to seem like, well, we'll try this. Well, you know, that didn't really work. Or, oh, okay, well, we'll try it a little bit this way. Well, you know, that didn't work. And it doesn't care that it's messy or sloppy because it's playing. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but I have for the last while started to see my business as more of a game an adventure and been playing with it mm-hmm. and it's just a completely different experience for me mm-hmm. I mean it's fun for a start like playing is fun and it's like god we get so serious when we grow up and I mean like you know apparently I am an adult but I know there's a part of me that just could never actually accept that. And then it's like, well, maybe I don't have to accept all that adulting stuff. And I can still be in that play, playing space. Mm. Messing yeah. around in the sandbox of life. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's such a fun way to be. You know, I was thinking about it. I feel like I aged in reverse that that way as far as playing goes because I was quite serious as a child. I remember being playful too, but I also very quickly learned to kind of tamp down and you know that was that was me feeling all this mischievous energy bubbling up inside and being at the front of the classroom. I am a good student. I am listening attentively. I will get good grades on this test. I am going to study. You know it was like that. Of course that doesn't really that's not sustainable when it's not authentic. And yeah. so I feel now I'm like rules, mules, whatever, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, what can I, and I do not know. I was just talking to someone yesterday and she was, she was kind of worrying and fretting about something she was doing in business, a new program that wasn't going the way she had intended. Like the people who showed up were different than what she thought. And she wasn't able to get through as much material as she had planned. And I, I said to her, I wonder if you know how I just show up and do things and I very rarely know what I'm doing and I certainly don't know what's going to happen and I'm just finding out and discovering as I do it and it works out okay and people seem to really get a lot out of it. <laughs> that is playing. It's there's there's no there's no blueprint that I'm following. There's no agenda that I'm after. There's no goal to be achieved perfectly. It's like, oh, press this button, see what happens. <gasps> I don't know if it's going to work, but I can try and find out. <laughs> there's a there's a Father Ted episode where I and you probably you've never even heard of Father Ted. It's um, is it? It's an Irish comedy show about all these priests. It's actually hilarious. I don't know if it's on Netflix over there. They would get it in the UK because it was made by a UK company. But they're in an airplane and there's one of the priests, Dougal. Dougal's a bit dopey. And there's a button on the plane and there's every sign everywhere. Do not press, do not press, do not press, do not press. Of course, what do they want to do? Press the button. Oh my gosh. Curiosity to me is is how so often that wisdom shows up 
you know, it's like, and it's not just what will happen if, it's like curiosity about what's happening. It, it looks at what's happening now and, and doesn't need for it to be different than it is and just kind of wonders about what's happening, you know? Uh, I've described that as, it feels like what I do when I'm creating with people is just notice what I'm curious about. And I call it flipping over stones. I love that as a kid, I would go to the creek with my dad and my little brother and we would flip over the stones by the creek, in the creek or by the creek bed. And there was always something cool crawling underneath. And I was like, what's under there? Oh my gosh. And there were salamanders and we look for crayfish and little, all kinds of insects and squirmy things. And it was fascinating. There was so much life under there. And I, I still love like turning over stones to see what's underneath. And there might be something and there might not, but the, the journey of discovery, there's always something that we discover in the process. You know what I just like, it, it literally is, it's playing curiosity and innocence. Mm. Because in innocence, we are free of expectations. We're free of meanings. We're free of, um, and, and that's sort of something that I've certainly seen a lot and lot is with people who've had businesses that just sort of evolved and flowed and you ask them how did you do it I really don't know it just seemed to happen and it's not that they had a plan what I see is the the common denominator is an absence of thinking mm. so there's an innocence around it mm. there the beautiful thing that I start to see more and more is that that really is our natural state. When we drop that thinking, when we're just, eh, the thinking can be there, but we're just not attached to it. That's how we show up, playful and curious and innocent in not having, not having anything on it in that moment. And the more I see I don't know if this is the right turn of phrase, but the way I want to say it now is reality as subtractive, you know, like, like, let's just drop all the stuff that's not me. I see it in, in business, like all the stuff that's not what's really happening. What's the essence? What's the core? Um, when I, when I'm playing with someone and creating around their messaging, it's like feeling what really wants to be said here. And then What's everything else? Just drop the everything else. Like, cause the thing that wants to be said is always there. The life that you're living, the who you are, the, the thing that's expressing itself through you is always there. And then sometimes there's like extra stuff which is mostly thinking that we get caught up in. And all those places where I'm in comparison about what it should look like compared to so-and-so or I haven't done it by now. Drop that away, just let it go and it's like, it's always been there. What's there is revealed. It's that Michelangelo seeing the rock and revealing the angel inside of it. You know, the, the sculpture that's always been there somehow wanting to be revealed. Um, and that's so, that is so inspiring and so hopeful because there's, it means there's actually less to do than we think. 
less, less to do in business to create these beautiful offers and connect with the people they're meant for. That's so beautiful. Yeah, I, I, I just love that. And it's so simple. It's so clean and it's from the soul. And what, what's coming from the soul doesn't need all that bullshit packaging and mm. padding that that we have been led to believe that we need. And it's, you know, isn't it sort of, and I, I would kind of see that as well sometimes. And, you know, when you, you, if you're listening to Sidney Banks and he would often say, don't listen to my words, mm-hmm. you know? I heard somebody talking about how some, one of the speakers had said, you know, don't listen to my words. So you shouldn't really be, don't write this down. And somebody wrote <laughs> down, don't write this down. <laughs> but you, you like, it, like I was explaining to you earlier that I was listening to Jan and Chip Chipman at the 3P UK and, you know, I had my eyes closed. I was just letting their words wash over me because they weren't saying anything per se. It was where they were saying it from. Mm-hmm. And I think that's translated when we we write things as well. It's it's mm-hmm. where it's coming from when it's written. People, there's something in between the words. There's people mm-hmm. like there are many ways that we can connect with each other as human beings. But when we connect soul to soul, whether it's verbally or whether it's through the written word, it it hits the mark when it's coming from the soul. Mm-hmm. I it came to me as you were saying that that the meaning is between the words the way that the music is the silence between the notes. It's it's what it's it's all it's floating in. And, and that's why it's so, I begin to see it more and more clearly that, you know, we start from right here, it's already happening. You know, that's, that's, what, that's what, to me, the feel of wisdom is, it's, it's what's happening. It's showing me what's happening in this moment, what's alive, what's moving. And moving doesn't always mean doing. It's, it's like what's stirring, what's alive, what, what's vibrating, if you like that word, I don't know. And, and noticing what's that and anything that isn't, like that's what we're moving for. But when we move from that, when we work from that, when we create from that and get a feel for that, which it does, it does take a little bit of getting a feel for it because I think for so long I was accustomed to measuring things with my mind and making sense of things with my intellect and worrying and imagining making up futures from that place instead of just noticing what's happening and i want to say to someone like you're in it right now can you feel it can you feel it just just drop drop out of your head come into your body breathe just be right here and can you catch it it's like, like this way, oh, oh, there it is. 
okay, you got it, go, you know, like let it move you, see how it's moving you. It's as amazing as if, um, if I were to ask a question, like, what is your, what would make your body more comfortable right now? What would it like? And without really thinking about it, probably you find yourself like just doing a little stretch or shifting a bit or breathing a little deeper and settling something occurs to you. How did that happen? It was happening. You, you didn't make it happen. Like that's, I'm kind of obsessed with this. Like <laughs> we can, we can do that in our businesses and our lives. And it's totally okay if we don't, by the way, because a lot of times we're not, I'm not, I'm not always doing that, but it's that, that's the thing that I'm playing with. Like, oh, what is that? What is that like? That just noticing what's already happening instead of trying to make the thing happen. Yeah. I call it, because <clears throat> I've been noticing it. Mm -hmm. And in the past, when something was coming to me, as we were speaking about before I started recording, I would get so excited about something. And like I was in this high energy state, which I thought was the energy or, or the excitement or the momentum that I needed to go and create something. So I'd end up, end up spending, you know, loads of time doing something that once that excitement feeling wore off, I would maybe lose interest or I'd lose the momentum in it, or it just wouldn't make sense to me anymore. But now I, I notice a bubbling up feeling. That's kind of what I, it's like, there's something coming. I can see it. I can't see it, but I can kind of catch glimpses of it. Mm -hmm. And, but giving it the space you know again it's a little bit like that there's a physical kind of moving it so it's sort of like I'm I'm clearing space for I'm moving furniture in my head because <laughs> I think there might be a new piece of furniture coming and I'm sort of like I don't know you know will it fit well up against this wall or will it fit but if I if I take some of the furniture out and give it a little bit of space it'll it'll know best mm. where to put itself mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. It's such an easy feeling. It's it's such a um there's nothing on it. Yeah, like how amazing is it that creating something new can come from that, can be that that way as simple as noticing and just shifting things around and creating space for something to show up that you can feel is bubbling up and creating space for it to begin to take form. And there's nothing you need to do. Actually, all you're doing is, it's not even really creating space. It's sort of like, I see space like that ocean too. We're just, we're always in the space. That's what we are. And you're just sort of being it with that, allowing that space to just be what it's always been and there bam because you're not you're able to experience it because it's you're not cluttering it with maybe some of those thoughts and what am I going to do with this I have to do with something and and how is it going to happen and all of that you can just experience the the genesis of this thing and I think that so often we discount how much is happening in that space which is actually where everything happens from that space, in that space, 
when it looks like we're not moving and things are so alive and gestating, it's, it's like if, um, if, if I was pregnant with a physical child right now, you wouldn't be able to see it. It looks like nothing is happening. And yet so much is happening and so like life is happening. And in those moments when we have in our lives and businesses where we kind of pull back, there's almost sometimes there are periods of hibernation or rest or just slowing down, just like the seasons. So much happens in that. And it's perfect as long as we don't go into a story about it should be happening faster. I should have had it done by now. Oh my goodness, this is like, I have to push and make it happen because if I don't, it won't, it won't be born, it won't be created. And that's simply not true. Because if, if you're pregnant with something, like, like you're pregnant with this, whatever this creation is right now, you can't undo the, you know, it's, it's going to happen. It's growing already. Yeah, once labor starts, there's no turning <laughs> that off. Exactly. Like it's, it's a common. And yeah. I mean, maybe there's some flaws in that metaphor. We could really poke at them, but, <laughs> yeah. but I think you get the gist of what I'm going for here. Like it's, it's beautiful and it's perfect. And there's nothing that you have to do with it to let it show you what it is as it emerges. Yeah. And that's back to that intelligence that's been around for billions of years, doing its sloppy work and figuring things out until, boom, it's got, you know, a wasp going into a fig and doing the things <laughs> like, oh, we tried other things. Oh, cool. You know, and all we have to do is just get out of the way. Just, <laughs> just allow and... And I see that so much of the struggle, especially for people in business, is because of that misunderstanding about where things are created from. And, mm. and this kind of thinking that it has to be done through effort. Yeah. You know, that business is hard work. If you want to grow a business, that's hard work. Oh, that's going to be a lot of hours and late nights. And, and that would have looked quite real to me at one point, but it just doesn't anymore um, because, because I'm watching so many people in my sphere create amazing businesses from someplace completely different. And mm -hmm. it's not a fluke. It's not, oh, that person, Stephanie's just lucky, you know, that's just her personality or, you know, who she is. I'm not like that. I need to control everything. And you kind of go, do you, do you really, or do you just think you do? <laughs> because we all have access. We all have the ability to allow things to just um, be birthed through us. Mm. That's how life lives. Yeah. And it's, it's happening all the time, every day, in the simplest ways, in the ways that our bodies 
know what to do to take care of ourselves. I, you know, I get a scratch and it heals to, we know to take care of our, oh, I'm thirsty. Let me get something to drink. We are creating and birthing things, conversations like the one we're having right now, or the one we might be having with our partner or our children, you know, like to, you know, there's the, the Lao Tzu quote, that says nature does nothing and yet nothing is left undone. Mm -hmm. And we are that same nature. Actually, the, the quote usually is the Tao, the Tao, the way, the, the energy of, of all, right? It, it does nothing and yet nothing is left undone. It's without force and yet so much is happening. So like, for example, I bet if you were to look at what some of these people around you have have accomplished in their businesses that look so effortless, and you were to actually look at it, there's a lot of things happening. Like there are a lot of actions that, that happen through them, but there's an ease about it because uh, also going back to um, Lao Tzu talks and talks about going with the grain of life instead of against mm -hmm. it. So much of the time, because we're taking someone else's expert instructions or we look at someone else and see how they're doing it and think that that's how I should do it. Or we have, I have an expectation of it should take me this long and it should look like this. I'm going against the grain instead of with it. The grain is simply what's already happening me and how it flows in life. It's, it's one and the same. It's like, it's a flow in and out like the breath. And when we go with the, with the grain of life, we might actually do a lot of things that if we were doing them against the grain would be incredibly difficult, but it doesn't feel that way. If, you, if you've ever watched someone create something they're really into, they stay up late, but it's not hard work. Mm. It, it catches them and carries them and they want to do it and they can't stop themselves from doing it. It doesn't always show up that way, right? Like I'm not making a rule out of this, that the rule of not doing things that it looks like that, but like, wow, there's, there's an ease in it when it comes from what is happening instead of forcing it to be something that it isn't and working, like exerting my will over the world. And that's something that we know in the moment, you know, like, you know, in the moment that actually things are quiet at the moment now. And if you can be with that and be with, this is okay. You know, I'm going to just do other things or whatever comes to me. And then an idea is flowing or something. And then, you know, in that moment, okay, now I feel the energy to, to get involved in something. But you can't plan that either. It's not that you kind of sit down and, and make out a rule book of, okay, when I'm in a creative flow, I am going to work 12 hours a day and I'll get up at five, the 5 a.m. club. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hear people getting up at five o'clock in the morning. You're like, what are you doing? You know, like, what are you actually doing? And it's, there's no purpose to it. They're just doing because somebody told them that that's what you have to do to be successful. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not an awful lot of wisdom in that. Like if I get up at five o'clock in the morning and I'm sitting with nothing to do, you know, like, but if I'm getting up because I'm excited about something and I can't wait to get up at five o'clock in the morning and 
nobody told me to get up at five o'clock. I want to get up at five o'clock. That's completely different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there's there's an experiment that I would I would encourage anyone who's intrigued by this. Like, really? Can I really do that? Someone asked me a question the other day um, in my my play circle said, can I really play and show up and get clients and make money and create impact? Can I really play and do that? It's like, well, my experience, my personal experience is that is, is nudging me in that, yes, you can, because you get to show up however you'd like, but try it, try it for yourself. And like an easy experiment is just to notice, what if you let go just a little bit, like, you know, notice where you're holding on and then just say, hmm, what if I let go? You don't have to try to let go, but just like, notice I'm holding, like, oh, 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 I'm trying to do this thing. I'm trying to make it happen. Well, okay. Just notice that. And like, what if you let go of it a little bit and just see what happens? And I've been experimenting with that and man, I can let go of pretty much everything. Like, for example, I have, I have spent weeks trying to decide about something. A lot, some choices or decisions have a natural deadline. Like, for example, uh, there's an event that I want to go to. Oh, I don't know. Should I invest in this event? Well, if I stop trying at some point, I will have made that choice. I don't even have to try. And it's, it's like that. Like, we can let go of these things so much more than we think. And it's something to experiment with and look at yourself because I can't, I can't show that to you. As you said, we only know that in the moment from the experience of being with what is and what if you just experience it instead of trying to make sense of it or figure it out and that's where that you start to notice the bubbling up and you can follow it mm. that's cool yeah and there's there's an okayness with not knowing mm. You know, that's that's something that I'm I'm sort of, you know, even as a coach or in anything, you know, and somebody asking you a question and going, well, I don't know. But let's see if we can figure it out together. Let's explore. Mm -hmm. Like there's a real dropping of a lot of thinking <laughs> to be able to say, I don't know. Yeah. What if it's really okay to not know? Mm -hmm. And what's really exciting about not knowing? Mm -hmm. And it's, I've, I'm aware of a lot of stories that people tell and that I have told in my life about not knowing is scary. But it doesn't look that way to me now. And it's kind of cool to just play with the idea that what if not knowing isn't scary? What if it's cool? What if it's expansive and rich and full what if it's so full of possibilities because anything could happen and you get to see what if you could be curious about not knowing and curious about what shows up because not knowing is a space that opens up a space when it comes from not that's not okay that I don't know but oh I don't know I wonder right it opens up curiosity and wonder and then all kinds of cool things can drop in and you don't have to make them drop in they just do I don't know how that happens, but it's, it's pretty amazing.
Yeah. And the, you know, there's real, um, there's something about, there's something about insecurity in thinking that we need to know everything or, or having an answer to something that's maybe a load of crap, but need, needing to, I can't think of the words now. Which is not great for a podcast when you can't find the words. <laughs> hey, it's it's the space between the words that carries it, Tracy. So you're, you're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just probably a lot of shite I was going to say anyway, so it doesn't matter. But you know that that sort of uh, the 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 fear around not knowing or or you know thinking that if people catch me out if people find out that I don't know everything that's it I'm done for you know it's a um so I will just kind of bang on my chest and make it look like I know everything that needs to be known about things but I really see that that's coming from such a place of insecurity now and and fear Mm. yeah (laughs) I I love, I I have come to really love not knowing, not always in every moment, okay, that there are some moments when my mind really wants to know what's going on and why I'm doing it and what's going to happen. But I've, I'm really very suspect of that these days. And I love that I get to, there's enough that I know that I can rest in. The few things I actually truly know are enough for me to rest in that I don't need to know the rest because it's going to guide me. So like, for example, if I'm creating something in business, I cannot predict the results. I do not know what's going to happen. But what I do know is that if I show up and I'm present and you show up and you're present, and we, we just notice what's happening and what we're moved to do and say, and we look in a particular direction, we'll see cool stuff in that direction. Like that I know, like that is inevitable. So if I'm inviting people into an experience, whether it be coaching with me, or it be like a messaging journey or an exploration of something, and I can say, you know, we're going to look in the direction of what would it be like to play in your business and let it move through you as this authentic expression and, and, and find the words, the voice and share it in the world, in the world, in a way that lights you up and is so fun and doesn't feel like any of that heavy business and marketing stuff that you never wanted to do. If we show up and explore that, and we both really show up in it, we will see some really cool stuff. I don't know what it exactly is going to look like. You know, it may, I don't have a system or a formula for you to follow, but that I know you'll find your own self in it. You'll find what's happening for you and something really cool will emerge when we look in that direction. And that's enough. And so much of that is, I don't know, (laughs) you know, it just comes from what naturally happens when we show up as ourselves. Yeah. And I don't know if you're seeing this or feeling it, but I'm certainly getting this 
you know, this sense that there is a desire, there's a greater desire for people to explore from that place. And they mightn't know what it is yet. They just know, they know what they don't want. Mm -hmm. Because they have tried that model and it either didn't make sense to them or it didn't feel right to them. So they kind of don't know what exactly it is that they do want, but they know it's not that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that's because that when we are confronted with this possibility, which for some might seem too simple or too easy, and it certainly is compared to what has been ingrained and, and conditioned in us and, and seems like mainstream, especially in areas where we have to make it happen, like in business and personal development. But I think we recognize it because it's already ours. And if we go back, some of us have to go back pretty far into our childhood. We can remember living from that place of moving from play and being curious and wondering about life, even if we have to imagine ourselves as little infants to get back there, because there was no comparison. There was no judgment thinking when we were very, very small. We didn't have that yet. And it's not that that's a bad thing. It happens to everyone. It's a part of you know, language and communicating and differentiating ourselves from our environment, which lets us really play in cool ways that we couldn't if we were just like a blob of protoplasm. You know, I am one with everything. I don't know what you do with that. Like, that's really cool. But, <laughs> you know, but the thing that we, when we remember that we can create from that place of just authentic beingness, it's like, oh yeah, I want that. I don't know what it is. It sounds kind of crazy. I don't know how I would do it, but yeah, I want that. That sounds so cool. <laughs> that sounds so cool, Stephanie. And you know what? I think anybody who, who goes to play in the sandbox with you in creating their business, um, I think they're going to be in for one hell of a ride. And, and me too, right? Because it is one of my favorite things to do is just to create with people, to have that co-creation, that play of what's happening. And that's what we get to do in business, right? We're playing. You can't really have a business without other people, I don't think, right? You, you have to have customers no. or clients or partners or something. And so it's, a, it's this co-creation and it's a beautiful play. Like you can bounce things off of each other and, and you can try things and you can respond and create and evolve and grow together when approached that way I mean just the energy of that is so different from identify your customer avatar and you know agitate the pain points and <laughs> blah 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 you know, blah blah use all those strategies like show up consistently on social media or whatever it is that we've been told we're supposed to do it comes like oh just play with people and create cool stuff and help them out oh I could do that in my business yeah yeah. We need more of that in the world. <laughs> yeah, we really do. Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me. As always, uh, you're just love your energy and I love spending time with you. And I loved our conversation. 
and I will be sharing all of your contact details um, in the comment section. So if anybody wants to reach out to you, they can. Beautiful. Thank you, Tracy, Thank you. so much. This is amazing.